This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. Good morning, everybody. Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Thank you for being here on a, uh, a Valentine's Day. I would say that uh, love is in the air this morning, but I am I'm so mad at my uh, friends here, Paul Reindel and Ben Higgins. Uh, that I can barely see straight right now. Good, Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you too. That's Paul Reindel, the <laughs> executive start this the show? executive producer and backstabber. And then to my left, the other backstabber egomaniac Ben Higgins joins us. I have no us. idea what well, you're I'll tell you. You're the no backstabber. Idea. That, is, that is the rumor, Paulie, <laughs> that I am the backstabber. But I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I had a dream last night, and I woke up this morning fit to be tied at both of you. I I woke up and I had uh, here's the dream that I had and it was so real that I actually woke up and I was furious. <laughs> we uh I But it was your dream. Was, we didn't actually take part in it. Correct. Okay. I I quit the show. Not I didn't I'm not saying I quit the show, but in the dream I quit the show. I moved to Chicago. The three of us did something where we were all in uh, jail together. <laughs> and the jail we were in was more like a big apartment building. We all had our own rooms, but we were in the common area. 
It's not that bad. It, it actually wasn't. The rooms I had my roommate. He had like long white hair and he smoked cigarettes. That's all I remember from, about my roommate. But I ran into you guys in the common area. Now remember, I have quit the show and I moved to Chicago. I don't know where exactly our jail were was. Were we still doing the show though in jail? Well, you know, <laughs> no. you guys okay. were there. We were serving our time. We were going to get out. You were getting out a little bit earlier. Oh, good. But I came to good you. Behavior. I came to you guys and I said to you, I go, hey man, um, I made a mistake leaving the show and moving to Chicago. I want to come back. And you said, no. And I go, well, that's fine. Paulie and I will go do our own show. And Paulie goes, no, I'm with him. And I I was like, you sons of bitches. Like, are you kidding me? But you left us first. And I said, I said, I built this show. And Ben said, I built this show. Oh. And I was like, oh, my God. And I was like, Paulie, you chose Ben? I was. I woke up this morning. I was like, whew. Ooh. I was like, what happened? What happened? It was the craziest, craziest dream, and it was so realistic. I, I remember where you were sitting, and you kind of leaned back in your chair, and you go, no, you can't come back. <laughs> how, how are you going to tell me I can't come back to my own show? You made your choice. You guys booted me? I quit. You, booted, but you, quit. you wouldn't let me back? You quit. Oh, my God. There are consequences God. to your choices, Woods. I'm telling you, dude. I woke up this morning. I was like, I don't even want to see those guys. I do not even want to see their faces. Why can't I get my camera to work? Um, I was like, I don't even want to see them this morning. So that's how I started my day. Um, and, you know, I obviously yesterday felt like death all day. I woke up at midnight. Today was a little better. I woke up at 1.30 and tossed and turned until 4.30. But, you know, we're making progress. Thanks for that. You have... Uh... You have passed it on to me as well. I didn't pass anything on to you. Yeah, I think it is, is, why don't you guys stay on that side of the studio? I mean, I'm stay telling away you. from me. Yes, yeah, Alex says Ben and Paul kind of has a nice ring to it. See, this is where it starts. This is where it starts. They're going to ice me out. You know, it's going to be wall to wall Aztecs talk, which today wouldn't be a bad idea. <laughs> I was very surprised when I woke up this morning. We will get into uh, we will get into that. Uh, certainly at some point uh, in the program this morning. But I think it's imperative that we uh, start with our beloved Benjamin's meal last night because that's I was driving to work thinking about this is what I really want to talk about. You went to a very, very fancy dinner, perhaps the fanciest you've ever been to? I've never been to a Michelin star restaurant. I, I mean, it wasn't... You know, silver, white tablecloth. It was a little more, uh, you know, it's right on the water. It was uh, Valle in Oceanside. And the food was what you'd expect. The little, kind of little tiny bites of gourmet Mexican food. Mexican wine country cuisine. Well, I think I realized what we were doing time for. Plugola. I think we were all in jail for Ben's Plugola. We were probably serving a six-month sentence for Plugola. Now that I think about Sounds it, about right. tell me more about Valle and the, well, let uh, the me, dinner. Let me start Valle, with a, Valle, simply the best. best. Let me start with a, a little debate, and you tell me, you tell me if this was something that I should have complained about. Okay. Both Shelley and I are were feeling a little under the weather, and <laughs> I called and said, you know, it might be better if we do this another day. Can we reschedule our dinner? And uh, you know, just when we're feeling, you probably don't want us here. We're a little under, and they said. No, you've prepaid, and either you come or you lose your entire your entire meal. Like the whole thing was paid for in advance, close to like four hundred bucks. So it was a nice, expensive dinner. And they said you lose it if you don't show up. I said, okay, we'll be there then. If you don't use it, you, you lose. Do, it. In fact, yes. lose it. Holy and I thought smokes. that was. I understand that restaurants can't just you know willy nilly change reservations all over the place. But if people are really under the weather. 
they don't you you don't want those people in your restaurant, right? And it Apparently wasn't, you we do. Went, we went early at four thirty, so it wasn't even that busy. We would have come at another time. So I I thought they should have let us come at another day. Now we went and we had a uh, we had a very good meal. It was um, we started. They brought these little tiny bites, botanas. Um, there was a soup, a chicharrones soup okay. with cotija cheese foam. Now, chicharrones are pork rinds. Pork rinds, okay. And it tasted kind of like a pork soup with a cotija cheese foam on it. Mm, pork, there was a pork um, soup. There was a little like a. It was almost like a homemade Frito stuffed with like a ceviche fish thing. And okay, that a, sounds pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah, and I'm, then I'm a, guessing um, it was labeled something different on the menu than a Frito yeah, like yeah. fish thing. I'm sure they had. Uh, a name for it, and then uh, uh, there was a mushroom little appetizer. So those three, and then they brought the uh, the charred onion tart, which was a celebration of the color black. And I posted a picture of this yesterday. It was a basically caramelized onions that were so dark, and they added squid ink to make it completely black. The the pie crust, the tart crust, had squid ink and uh, onion ash in it to make it completely black. And then there was some. Caviar on top of that. That was Shelly's favorite thing. She loved that onion tart. And then uh, there was a... I'm looking at a picture of it. Yeah. Looks like something you forgot in the oven, if I'm being <laughs> it honest It looks disgusting. It looks like... I'm sure ah! it tasted better than it looks. God, I let the tart in for too long. It's a Just ce- eat it. celebration of the color black. Okay, yeah, great. It's black, but... On a black plate. With squid ink. Yes. Does that taste like anything? You don't, you don't taste uh, you don't it really taste you don't. the squid ink. It just makes things I've dark I've had uh, pasta with squid ink, and it's black, black pasta. pasta. Yeah. And then I thought my favorite thing, they had a little sope with like, it was almost like a carnitas uh, on top of it that was really, really good. What is that? Um, a sope is like a, and they called it a chancla. It's basically like a masa, like a little... Well, it's like it's like a taco, but it's not folded. It's just flat and with stuff on top of it, okay. as opposed to folded inside of it. And that like was a delicious. tostada, yeah, a little bit like a tostada. Just but call not, it a tostada. Not crispy. It's the oh. the, it's the bottom soft, soft, more soft. Yeah. Okay. And then the main course, uh, I had the conejo, which was the rabbit. You did. And Shelly upgraded to the wagyu beef because she did not want to eat rabbit. I drove home yesterday and I saw a rabbit smashed on the side of the road, and I thought to myself, "Well, there's Ben's dinner tonight." You actually ate a sweet. Little innocent no, rabbit. No, this was the evil, evil the evil bad rabbit. Oh, okay, yeah. Ra- maybe r- maybe it. a rabid rabbit. Yeah, perhaps they deserved it. I'm sure. I'm and sure they did. Very, it was very good. And then uh, they brought a couple of desserts, uh, like a bunuelo with a nougat ice cream. You're talking of these words like I know. Oh, oh, <laughs> you a know bunuelos. Those are like the crispy cinnamon. Yeah, moron. but very fancy, like like cinnamon chip thing. You just call bunuelos. them cinnamon chips. Yeah, bunuelos. Oh, yeah, and yeah. A, uh, <laughs> a lemon, a little lemon. Cream tart was very Ooh. good too. They brought that for our anniversary and gave us a little glass of champagne at the end. So, did you nice. get what meal did you get on the drive home? Because I know you weren't full. <laughs> I no, I was. I had well, Shelly would eat about half of hers oh, each course, so I got power to finish. Move. Yeah, I got to finish all of her courses, so I had plenty. My wife always asks me, "Why do you insist on ordering the kids a full meal when you, we go places or when?" Um, you know, you order in from DoorDash. I go, well, obviously, so I can pilfer. So I get like a meal and a half, sometimes two meals. I'm paying for, you know, all these. And 
I, my, when we went to Benihana, I got them both full meals, and I ate 80% of Bo's meal. It was I hate, fantastic. I hate food going to waste. Well, so. I don't really – the food going to waste thing isn't really it. It's also like this is good stuff. Yeah. Like I get my meal. Good stuff going to waste. And then I'm, I look at Bo's. I'm like, there's like four chicken tenders he didn't eat with some mac and cheese. I'll go ahead and house that, and I'll be feeling great. How'd you gain all the weight? By eating off of three other people's plates at dinner. Um, well, I'm glad you guys had a good time. It looked, uh, I, you know, for me, for me, it's a little. I what's know. the word it's I'm bougie. looking? It's I bougie. It. I it's, get it. It's bougie. Is it ostentatious? Yes, a little it bit is. for sure. But don't doesn't everyone like every once in a while want to do something like that? No question. Yeah. No question. Like I love going out to a nice fancy restaurant, getting a. Good steak, but we don't. Know, that's not fancy to, to him. Right. What we do isn't fancy. Like we were like, "Ooh, give us the. Uh, we'll do the uh, creme, br- cr- the corn creme brulee." That's like <laughs> as fancy as I'll go. And Ben's like, "Bro, I put that in my kids' lunch." There's like tiers of fancy. There's tiers of fancy. And that's when you a get level. to the stage where yeah, you get the tiny portions, and it looks. Very appealing, but you're like, that's two bites. That tart domed me out. I think part of it is, you know, they have to do something interesting and different to stand out from the crowd <laughs> to get recognition. You know, very few restaurants in America get, you know, even a single Michelin star. And I think there's only a handful of like three star restaurants in the entire country. I mean, it sounds good when you say it. Like, that sounds cool. Like, I wish Ben and Woods had a Michelin star. Like, that would be sick. <laughs> Like that sounds like a oh uh, oh us oh yeah we're Michelin star restaurant and or you know we all show. watch the bear which is oh. a great show and it's you know it's about a chef who's opening a restaurant he wants to get a, a Michelin star yeah at his restaurant and everything that goes into it like the service was impeccable you know understated just anything you needed very quietly just came little extras that you know were not part of the. Like the menu, but they'd bring just uh, like Grandma Abuelita's bread, fresh bread recipe. Oh. Like she, this is the chef's grandmother's <laughs> recipe of bread. Like this nice, like wheat dark roll was delicious. Okay, okay, with like a garlic butter, very nice. I just would feel for me, I'm probably a little bit out of place there, and I really wouldn't know what to to order. And I, I think. Um, that I would be like, ooh, I think I'm too picky because yeah, you all the stuff you the mentioned, burger. like the mu- yeah. Do you guys have chicken tenders here, mac and cheese? <laughs> um, I'm just very basic with my food, and our buddy Ryan Gilbert, it who's definitely a chef, all looks weird, but it, yeah, it tastes good. If you can get over, like, okay, I mean, <laughs> this is not something I normally eat how it looks, but the taste is delicious. I think you'd like it. Well, our buddy Ryan Gilbert, uh, who's a tier one, and he's a, he was a chef at Polo, and Hannah took me for my birthday, and he did the thing, which was really cool. I felt like a king when he's like, you sit, I'm going to make a bunch of stuff, and you're going to eat it. And I had escargot for the first time, and I was like, all right, I, I kind of get it. It was good. I mean, it tasted a little bit like dirt, but that's not from him. That's just how it's like buttery dirt, earthiness, earthy, that's, that's dirty earthiness, butter. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, I'll eat it. And he made all kinds of cool stuff. So I, there is a there is something to that feeling of of having somebody you know hook you up. Yeah. And, and it's not for everybody, but yeah. we wanted to do something special. Well, I'm glad you did. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not knocking the uh, the uh, experience. Certainly, I'm just. I it for me, I would just be a little parent because I wouldn't. I'm mean, caviar. Caviar. It's, it's very salty, right? I didn't notice, um, like, I was expecting it to be a little brinier. It was a very mild 
flavored caviar on top of it. Uh, you spread it around on top of the okay. tart. And I remember I had steak tartare one time, and I was very reluctant to eat it. And I had it at uh, Cowboy Star. Somebody ordered it, and I was like, oh, man, hmm. this is like as fancy as I'll go. And I loved it. It's I good. was like Ugh. shoveling in raw meat. Raw meat. <laughs> yeah, delicious. Scary. Absolutely delicious. But, I mean, it would be funny. Sometimes with a raw egg yolk. Yeah, on top. On top yeah, it. it's just like, all right, botulism is amazing. <laughs> I'm going to get it right now. Um, but it was great. It was it was fantastic. So, uh, well, I'm glad you guys had a good time. It did look very uh, It did look very fancy. You didn't take any other pictures? Just that one? Uh, just that one. Just yeah. that one. Yeah. Okay. All right. uh, there was a picture, I think, though, the way our server. <laughs> or took a picture of the two of us as well. I didn't post that one, though. No food or anything? No, I no. didn't take it. I feel like if you're just sitting there Instagramming and pic- taking pictures of everything, you're not enjoying the full experience. That's true. It's absolutely that was, I, true. I took a picture of the most striking dish, which was that all-black charred onion tart. I'm, I'm less likely to take a bunch of, of pictures and stuff these days. I really have been lately trying to live in the moment a little bit more at kids' birthday parties. Ah, oh, what a great pic. Look at that. Yeah, it looks like a very nice place, Valle, uh, in Oceanside. So check it out, my friends. And uh, let's get into the menu. Speaking of menus, we'll do that next. We have a show today that, well, Ben and I are not feeling 100%. And if you, if we didn't have the show we had planned today, today may have been a day where we said, eh, we're going to take this one to the house. We're not feeling great. Couldn't miss this one. Though. This show actually got me out of bed this morning. I'm so excited for all the stuff we have planned. You guys will be, too. Um, nobody loves a theme show more than Ben and Woods, period. Oh, and nobody does a theme show better than Ben and Woods, I'm sorry to say. Uh, if you let us toot our own horn for a second, we got some really good surprises for you guys today. All right, we'll tell you what's coming up. The Set the menu. When we come back, there are no charred onion tarts on our menu today. Uh, just should be a good show. We'll be right back after a check traffic with Kelly here. It's Ben and Woods on a Wednesday on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. I think it's fair to say that this is a bit of a special show for us today. Happy so. Valentine's Day, everybody. It's Happy Ben Woods. Valentine's Day. On 97.3 The Fan. Polly made some... Uh, some personal Valentines for the show last night that he uh, posted on our social media channels. There's one of me. It says, I like Delilah. That's true. And there's, uh, there's one with a Woods' picture. Delilah. says, I didn't cure this Deputrin's de contracture for nothing. That's right. Get over here. Uh, there's uh, one with Adam, which is great. It says, it would be extra sweet if you were my Valentine. And then I love. Is it extra sweet because this is against the Dodgers? Very romantic. Very, very, uh, very romantic. And my favorite was uh, Polly's, uh, which is I want to DD Mega Do You. That, which is fantastic. That was, was DD Mega Do Do. Now, if you had said I want to DD Mega Do Do You, that yeah, would have been. Didn't want that's that. a difference. little bit different. That is. Uh, that is that you can't you can't go down that road. But uh, it is going to be a somewhat themed show, as you said, a Valentine's uh, theme. Now we'll start with our usual Padres talk coming up. At the bottom of the hour, A.J. Preller spoke yesterday at the Peoria Sports Complex as we kind of anticipated, didn't say a ton. I felt very bad for the uh, the reporters who had to just stand there. There was one in particular. He's a superstar. I who, need to know him. I want him to be uh, my friend. I, I, was, I assume he might be one of the, uh, the Korean reporters there covering Hassan Kim. I didn't know him, but he was holding his phone, just waiting. Looked like he wanted to be anywhere other than... Listening to AJ Preller. Well, talk and yesterday. you know the thing is, is I don't know that it was necessarily the content. I think it was the fact that he had to sit and hold his phone up for <laughs> fifteen minutes, which is not a. It's not conducive to uh, comfort at all. Be surprised how tired e- your arm gets, even I, if it's just your phone holding it straight, like all the way out. I wouldn't be surprised at all. I, I'm not going to make it. I couldn't make it for three minutes. You got five minutes till the end of the. There's segment. no. Ch- I'm already tired. There's no way. <laughs> There's it's, no way I could do yeah, that. I've, I've had to do that with a microphone during a press conference, and you're, di- you're dying. You're like dying. You start holding your arm, yep. like holding it up, like this is starting to get painful, and they just keep talking, and you can't, <laughs> you can't really extricate yourself because there's a whole scrum around you, so you can't get out, so you just have to hold it the entire time, and he was obviously getting a little uh, fatigued. I mean, the pictures that went around, it was his eyes like looking up straight at the ceiling, like, oh my God, my arm is going to fall off at any second, where it was spectacular. We did get a little more information about uh, the Padres' flexibility, what they have left in terms of payroll, and it is something. I don't think it's a ton, but they, they have some flexibility going into the season. We'll hear from A.J. Preller coming up. We also uh, heard from Manny Machado yesterday, who was out on the field, and Manny... Um, you know, said he's going to take things slowly as he comes back from his tennis elbow surgery. But he's not. It doesn't look like he is. He's at all. already throwing yeah. balls across the diamond. I mean, what what else is there to do? He's hitting. He's fielding. He's throwing the ball across the diamond. Maybe not at a hundred percent intensity yet, but with a, still a month, more than a month to go until the opener. 
it seems more and more likely that Manny's going to be full go by the time they get to the uh, the Korea series against the Dodgers. I, I sure hope so. And and in you know we need him at third base, and that's where he is. Uh, you know he's best uh, suited for this team. And you know you just feel great when he's out on the field. And and I you know we look. You can say anything you want about Manny. There's there's people that have plenty of, of negative things to say about Manny Machado, but. The guy loves to be on the field, and that's what's really the most important uh, to him. So it was good to see him out there. I uh, loved what he had to say about Peter Seidler as well. Uh, got a little broken up when I was listening to it. We'll play that for you coming up. Uh, at 7 o'clock, we'll get into last night's uh, San Diego State game, which looked like it was going to be a crippling loss at home to Colorado State. They fell behind early, but then the second half, everything turned around, and the Aztecs uh, rolled to a 71-55 win over the Rams uh, to keep pace at the top of the conference standing. So we'll get into some Aztecs basketball. We'll play Take on Woods. Don't do this. At 7.35, Sammy Spring Training will join us from Peoria, Arizona. We'll get another update from Sam Levitt as he covers Padres Spring Training for us. But the second half of the show is where things get a little more interesting and Valentine's oh, theme yeah. today, Woods. Now, what are you having me do here at 8 o'clock? I see this Ben Reads Romance. Yeah, Ben Reads Romance. Don't ask questions. Don't ask questions. Just, uh, just... It's right here on my rundown. Yep, I got it here. Ben so... Reads Romance. Yeah. Is this like a racy novel or something? Maybe. We'll, we'll find out. Could be. Could be Penthouse Letters. You have <laughs> no idea. Romance. We will continue. I don't know that I'd be allowed to read Penthouse Letters on the air. We'll, we'll see what happens. We get in trouble for that. We'll see what happens. Okay. <laughs> our Tier 1 tour continues. We're switching over to the AL East today. The New York Yankees are our first team of our uh, tour of the training camps. And Emily Nyman, the host of the Breaking Balls podcast, covering the New York Yankees, will join us, one of our favorites. It's going to be good to catch up with Emily. And obviously they added Juan Soto. And expectations are pretty high for the New York Yankees this year after a uh, not great season for them last year. So see if they can bounce back. And we'll talk to Emily about the Yankees. Got the Rindle Report. And then in our final couple of segments, we have an in-studio guest today. Uh, Stephanie Daly is a relationship dating well-being blogger, content creator. She's got an incredible following. And she's going to be in to just kind of help our tier ones with any relationship advice they need here on Valentine's Day. Yeah, she's great, man. Really, really good content. Check her out on uh, YouTube. Uh, we had some people submit some questions. There's only a couple of you guys are creeps, uh, which was to be expected. But listen, we're going to keep it clean and above board when Stephanie comes in. I want you on your best behavior. I think it's always, I mean. You've been a little deviant lately. Getting a female okay? perspective is an important thing. Very much so. And we don't. She's really good. She works with men and women, yep. and looks at both sides of relationships. And a lot of her content uh, is like polls. You know, seventy-five percent of men admit to doing this right. on a date. Is this okay? You know, and she gets feedback and talks about it. And it's going to be. Uh, it'll she's be a she's a searcher. You know, that's what I like about her. She doesn't. She does not purport to be some sort of expert. In fact, she's kind of like I'm. I'm not an expert at all. I'm just very curious about. What's going out there? So uh, she's awesome. Great, great content. So she's going to be. It's going to be great to have her and, and get her in studio. It's going to be fun. So pretty jam packed show today. Uh, that'll take us all the way to ten o'clock. Annie and Elston at ten o'clock. Gwen and Chris this afternoon as we continue all of our Padres coverage here on ninety seven three The Fan. But we'll start when we come back with the general manager AJ Preller, Manny Machado. What went on at the Peoria Sports Complex yesterday? That'll come up next on Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station. 97.3 The Fan.
really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Medela, the Markable Fighter. Trick responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a realtor can make all the difference, because that's we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Not a very uh, romantic song. It's so easy. Uh, Guns N' Roses here on Ben & Woods Hi. this morning. A little birthday shout out to, uh, I think it's Keekin, K-I-K-I-N. In the chat, happy birthday, pal. Thanks. Happy birthday. Thanks for uh, being here. Thanks for listening. A Thanks Valentine's Day birthday. Valentine's Day birthday. Interesting. Yeah, that's exactly right. All right. Uh, I think as we expected, A.J. Preller said a lot of nothing yesterday. Didn't say a ton, but there were a couple of bites that at least give us a, a clue as to what he's thinking and the direction that the Padres are headed. We're going to play a little bit of the audio from uh, Peoria yesterday coming up after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Woods, I'm all about seeing some of these younger prospects get an opportunity and what they can do. It is the best way for the Padres to have sustained success going forward. Indeed. But as I said earlier this week, my worry was that because they didn't have any other options, they were going to force guys to play who weren't ready. And that was the question that I wanted to to ask of AJ more than any other. What What is the plan if... Jacob Marcy or Jackson Merrill are not ready to take over a spot in the outfield by opening day. Right. I mean, is it just Sugar, Jurickson, and Tatis, and you don't even have any backups in the outfield, and that's it? Is there? Are you painting yourself into a corner where you don't have any choice other than to use these prospects? And AJ did address that, and I think uh, to my somewhat relief, he said no, they're not going to force guys to play who aren't ready. Here's what uh, AJ had to say about Merrill and Marcy and their shot to play in the outfield this season. Yeah, no, I think we're open, you know, in terms of in terms of uh, their ability to compete to make the club. Uh, I think we're going to we're going to you know find out more, but I think they put themselves in position, you know, specifically, you know, Jackson's case, you know, last year getting to double A, playing well in, in, in the double A setting, he had a really good off season. Um, so, you know, and, and, and I think with, with, with Jacob Marcy, Graham Pauly, uh, you know, those guys, you know, getting to double A and then playing in the fall league, Jacob, you know, you know being the MVP of the fall. You know, the league's designed to, to speed up the development of some really talented players. We think they're really talented and we know we know their work ethic and how hard they work. And I think though they're, uh, you know, they're, they're coming here not just for the experience. They're coming here to kind of see where they stack in with our, with our current group and our current club. So I think... Um... 
And, and AJ did say that you know they're not going to be forced to play though. If they're not ready, you know they can go back and still spend some more time if the, in the minor leagues if that's ready. He also said something interesting. He said spring training is not necessarily the best place to evaluate whether a guy is ready or not. Spring training is where guys just get ready for the season, where they you know put in their work, get back into the groove, and you're not necessarily looking at a batting average or you know power numbers in spring training. So he's putting a lot of weight in what he saw in the offseason, in the fall league, the work that the guys have been putting in outside of spring training. So I don't know what that what that means. If he thinks they're ready, you know, if they don't put up big numbers at spring training, could they still end up on the major league roster on opening day? It sounds like it's possible. Sure. Yeah, I mean, anything's possible at this point uh with this squad and um uh, do we did he did talk about the potential of adding more pieces. Yeah. yeah. So okay. he he was asked how much roster work is left to be done <laughs> and how much flexibility does he really have to make moves given the the financial constraints for the Padres right now. Uh, we we have flexibility. I mean, I think I think part of that is you know we've again we've tried to put a lot of time and effort into adding you know depth and quality to the team and the roster. So um, you know there's going to be some fun competitions to watch here in spring training. Um, but you know again like it's it's been a later developing market really. I, I think we've had like real honestly trade conversations that are still ongoing. That you know usually at this point in season most teams are kind of focused on you know they have their roster getting to spring training going and playing. Uh, we've been pretty active, like you know, in terms of still obviously some talented free agents that are out there. Obviously, we signed we signed Profar, you know, yesterday or the day before, um, and there's some active trade conversations. And, and similar to last year, I think we had a, I don't know if we had Michael Walk at this point in time in the season. So, you know, we're always going to be looking to add and improve. Um, you know, uh, the, the team that starts right now or starts camp here in the next couple of days, it's you know, it's not going to be the team you know that uh, that obviously we, we finish with, and, and there'll be a lot of a lot of different options as we go through the year. And, and honestly. I think there'll be some options as we go through spring training. Yeah, I mean, that's somewhat encouraging, I think, yeah, just to know. And, and, you know, we knew this. We knew that we knew that he wasn't sitting on his hands no. and, and not exploring things. But, it's, I mean, there are active trade conversations going on yep. right right now as we speak. Uh, there are free agent conversations and a couple of the names that continue to be banding about in the uh, in the outfield and the infield. Tommy Pham, Brandon Belt. Did see David Schoenfield said Cody Bellinger, maybe long shot, I think, Given the financial constraints, I think they'd have to clear some salary somewhere else if they wanted to try to sign Cody Bellinger. But he does certainly does solve a lot of issues for the Padres in terms of left-handed guy who can play center field, going to be about as good as you can find on the market, probably the best guy you can find on the market. I don't expect them to go that route, but it at least makes enough sense that people in the national media are not totally discounting AJ from doing something unexpected here. And you know, it's not it's not just it, it is it has been a late developing market. I mean, that's not I don't think that's AJ speak or GM speak. It just has. This There's, year worse than most. It feels like <laughs> it, right? And I, recency bias is a real thing and like you said we didn't have Waka at this time last year um he's a he's pretty good about surprising us at spring training i think the luke voigt deal maybe came uh, the trade tra- like yeah the first time we got luke voigt like was we he sign him or do we, we trade sign him or trade for him? i can't remember but i mean yeah the, he's always you know the rugio door one last year we're like what the hell why like what, what do we need him for we've got a ton of middle infielders but um yeah i, I don't think I don't think it's as 
as dire today as maybe I did a couple of days ago. Uh, I would love to see him pull off a big trade. I would love to go see him fleece one of the new GMs in baseball. I feel like there's almost every spring training, there's been at least one <laughs> big move. Going back to, I think Craig Kimbrell was like the day yeah, before the yeah, season right. started when uh, he acquired him back in his, uh, his first season back in 2015. So AJ Talk usually. About the late market, though. Think about a guy like Blake Snell. Yeah, and, all we, and all we know about Blake Snell. Right. He's got to be dying, gotta be man. just dying right now. Gotta, I'm coming off of Cy Young, knowing you're going to get a bag is a pretty good feeling. But still, as a, as a cre- you know, uh, creature of comfort and habit, it's, it's probably not. Just the, sitting there right It's now. probably not the best position that he, he wants to be in right now. And he now. continues to be linked with the New York Yankees, even though you know they, they didn't meet his asking price earlier. That rumor continues to be out there. Feel like Blake, if he had to join Yankees spring training, though in progress, gonna be uh, that's gonna be tough for him yep. to to make that adjustment and get comfortable in a new setting uh, there in Florida. Well, come on back, to- totally baby. different One spring year training. Deal. Let's go. Let's see what happens. Run it back. Yeah, run, run uh, back Manny Machado also spoke yesterday. As he is, uh, he's there early. Uh, pitchers and catchers have reported position players <laughs> don't have to be there until Friday, but a lot of them are already there, including Manny, who is continuing his rehab from his off-season tennis elbow surgery. Doesn't look like he's got many limitations. He said that, you know, we're going to take it easy, and, and in the first few ground balls you saw him, he wasn't actually throwing it across the diamond, but then yesterday afternoon, he was making the throw across the diamond from, from third to first base. There's not much else to do. He's been hitting in the cage for weeks, if not months already. He's taking ground balls, and now he's throwing the ball over to first base. Maybe it's not 100% in terms of intensity, but with more than a, a month to go until the start of the season, Manny seems very much on track to, to be the Padres' opening day third baseman. Just, you know, I love that, too. I love the the fact that that's important to him to get back on the field and, you know, be our third baseman. I, I obviously, you know, pray for his health, right? Like, him on one ankle, you know, a couple of years ago, it, it's tough. And, and you want him at 100%. You'd hate for him to go out there and do too much. And, you know, these guys know their bodies after this many years of doing this. And hopefully he puts himself in a position to be ready to go for that Korea series. But if he doesn't, you know, so be it, right? I, I just want him back healthy 100%. And uh, Manny was asked about uh, Peter Seidler and kind of we know that Peter was a, a big factor in getting Manny signed to that contract extension last year and, and the passing of Peter Seidler and what Peter has meant to Manny's career. It's, it's you know, Peter's, you know, a person who's, 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 who's an angel right now for us, looking over us right now. And, um, you know, it's, it's obviously a devastating loss that we, that we had, um, you know, not just for, for this organization, but for the city and for his family and for everyone that, that he's impacted in his life. Um, you know, Peter was a tremendous person who's, um, you know, cared about a lot of people, loved a lot of people, and, um, you know, there's definitely a, a big impact in this organization where, where, where it started to now where we're at now. So, um, you know, there's going to be a person that we, that we, we deeply missed, and, um, you know, but he's looking over us now, and, um, you know, he's, he, he wanted us to be great, and we're going to continue to, you know, uh, you know preach, preach his dreams, which is to bring a championship to the city of San Diego and, um, you know, continue making this, this city great. Uh, you guys haven't seen him down the stretch of the season. A lot of guys haven't talked to him. Were you surprised when you got the news? I mean, yeah, obviously. Um, you know, it's, 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 you know, you never want to hear news like that. You know, I think at the end of the day, it's, it's, uh, you know, devastating news, to not not just for, for ourselves, for the city, but, you know, for the family as well. You know, I think, uh, you know, we lost a great man, and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just sad that, you know, God takes great people. And, um, you know, it just, uh, you know, it was a devastating loss. 
about as emotional as I think I've ever heard, Sweet Manny. Angel. Sweet little angel. Um, and they were very close. Very, very close. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that, we, we all know the impact, you know. But for those guys that, that you know, Peter Seidler helped Manny be able have the ability to take care of his family for the rest of his life and his family's family for the rest of his life. Um, but they were very tight. Peter was very – he loved, loved, loved Manny Machado. So, um, yeah, that, that, that moved me yesterday a lot. Do you believe that that can have an impact, you know, win, win for Peter, bringing together a team, or is that more of a narrative? It really comes down to just, you know, guys playing and producing. And, well, and I mean, you know, it's, it's not it, it's not an emotional thing, baseball. It, it feels like a Disney movie, certainly, um, you know, but it you certainly can't quantify it. I mean, you certainly can't quantify it. Um, I don't know, man. I, I, I do feel... I do feel that I, I'm a big believer in you know people watching over us and things like that. I, I really am, and and uh, but I I don't know. I, don't know. That's I, a good I mean, I do know if the Padres have a surprisingly good season oh, yeah. and you know they make a playoff run, there will be a lot said about winning winning one for Peter and Peter watching over them. And this is a special season, and we know that you know Peter is a part of this here with us. That will happen. Doesn't mean the Padres are going to have a good season. If they don't, it doesn't mean they didn't. Didn't care about Peter, you know. Right. Like it's that, that I don't think that necessarily works that way. But I do feel like if if just for a little bit it can get everybody on the same page, you know, pull it on the same rope, you know, <laughs> hey, my stuff isn't quite as big and important. We let's all do something together for this guy who did so much for us. That that can that can have an impact, a positive impact on a team. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, this is a good point Jeff makes. I remember this. Um the hurricane in Houston, the bombing rallied around their cities, won championships after hardship. I mean, rem- yeah, remember New Orleans, the Super Bowl? I mean, yeah. bro, I was, I, that was some of the most moving. But they also had really good teams. They had really too. good teams. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a bunch of like, oh, no, they weren't supposed to win. The right. Yankees, 9-11. 9-11. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, they lost, got but they got there. Yeah, I mean, it was, yeah, there's there's something to it for sure. And um, it's it's going to be interesting to watch. But, yeah, it was, it was good to hear him talk about Peter and, um, you know, you, you know how close they were and. It's still, I mean, it's still, it's something that's going to hang over this, um, hang over this organization for a while. It's you don't, you don't fill those shoes. You know what I mean? Very difficult. Manny also revealed the uh, the due date. Uh, he and Yane. Oh, did he? Yeah, April. It's going to be early in the Oof. season. So Manny's going to be a dad for the first time coming up here in just a couple of months. Strap in, pal. Strap in. I had uh, yesterday one. It was a we one got new shoes and he refused to take them off even before bath time. And he was melting down because he wanted to wear his brand new light-up Spider-Man shoes in the bath. And then the other one asked his pants at the exact same time. So it was, I was in it. I was in it. Was there not a logical conversation? Like no, no. If I, you wear your shoes in the bath, they're brand new. They're out of the, ruin the shoes. They're out of the box. He didn't, he didn't you don't want to do that. Three years old. You don't want to ruin your shoes. So I took them off and put them right back on after the bath. Like right back on. PJs and running around in shoes, and the other one, you know, had a little accident. I'm like, this is it, man. But, but yeah, you're you're about to be in the uh, the thick of it, Manny. Right in the middle of season too. But that's good. It does give you that dad strength and that dad power, and you're playing for somebody more than yourself, certainly. Poor Yane. He's no. got those road trips. Road trips in April. <laughs> Holy smokes, man. Yeah.
Yeah, they have a good uh, extended family, though. I think yep. I'm sure they'll 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 have some help. Uh, you know, managing through the season. Uncle Yonder, yeah, Uncle, Uncle Yonder. Yonder. Time to step up, pal. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, we need your help here. Yep, need your help. So, uh, yeah, that was uh, that was kind of the conversation yesterday uh, at at Padres spring training with AJ, saying a little bit, but not a ton, as we'd expect. He's not going to reveal all of his cards. Uh, he did also add that they'd like to keep a little flexibility into the season as well that you know if they things are going well and you get to the trade deadline you don't want to all of a sudden feel like we can't make, can't a, make move a move because we're right up against the luxury tax you want to keep a little bit of that flexibility going <laughs> into the season although i think the other strategy would be you can go above the luxury tax a little bit and if things aren't going well you can trade away someone at the trade deadline and get back under the luxury tax later in the year. So there's two different strategies as they try to kind of reset going this year. Ways you can go about doing it. One is stay under and be ready to add. The other is add a little bit more now, but be ready to pivot if things don't go well later in the season. Well, and I, I do believe that you know the first half of this season is important for so many reasons. So many uh, getting off to a good start this year, uh, exercising some of the demons from last year. Ben, you know the close games, the the extra inning games, the one run games. Getting, I mean, we we've talked about it till we're blue in the face. This team desperately needs to get out. To a good start, establish an identity earlier. But what you, when you're talking about still going out making moves for like a Cody Bellinger, you do have to think about the luxury tax. You do want to be under that luxury tax if that's important to you. You need to have flexibility. You'd hate to get to July though and just be kind of floundering again and like, well, do we even should we even bother making a move at this point? You know, you it's important if you want to make a run this year. You got to get off to a good start. You know, I didn't realize this, but I, you know, the Dodgers obviously last year didn't make a lot of moves yeah. and they were trying to reset their luxury tax. They didn't, they actually didn't get there, uh, partly because of the, the Trevor Bauer money that they still owed. They yep. were unable to reset their luxury tax. So I think that's kind of the worst case scenario where you retrain, if you're going to do it, if you're going to slash payroll by uh, almost a hundred million dollars, don't then still go over the luxury tax by, Three million dollars to continue the penalties, right. uh, you know, of four straight years going over the luxury tax. If you're going to do it now, I think you have to make sure that you actually do it, and that could lead to tough decisions. If the Padres are playing really well and you're going to want to add someone, it's going to be tough because they're going to have to make it work financially later in the season. I mean, I, I really, I would expect if they're playing, if they're playing well, I mean. You can just you can throw the luxury tax thing out. Yeah, the window you're like and go, if you're, hey, if you're, if you're we playing have a chance to win. Let's yeah, if you're playing well, you cannot sell that to the. You can sell to your fan base like a, a little bit of a reset, a little bit of a reboot. What you can't sell is, hey man, we're playing like how many teams every year playing lights out at the deadline, and they don't do a damn thing. And the, like the Brewers have done, like it's happened a bunch, and the fan base loses their minds. They, for good reason. Like, what are you doing? Like, guys are playing well. You don't know how many of these chances you're going to get. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be interesting to see. That's a problem we want the Padres to have come July. We want them to have that problem of oh god, do we need to now go trade for a front line starter or a back end of the bullpen guy or a big slugger to to take us home? It, you want it, them to have it that is still possible they can trade Hassan Kim. Uh, we didn't get to that <laughs> soundbite, but it sounds like. Anything is on the table still with Hassan Kim. It's crazy. Trade man. him, extend him, extend him, and yeah. anything remains on the table right now for Hassan Kim. And maybe it's one of those situations where he does start the season with the Padres, and 
Like, if things aren't going well, he ends up being a, a deadline deal somewhere and they make a trade. If they are going well, maybe they talk about contract extensions and want to make sure that he's here for the long run. Crazy. I mean, it's crazy the amount of shortstops we would have locked up to long-term deals at that point. Plus, more short, shortstops coming up through the pipeline. Nuts. All right. One hour in the books. When we come back, take on Woods. Chance to qualify for a trip to Las Vegas. And we'll talk about last night's wild Aztecs game at Viejas Arena. Comeback victory for San Diego State next year. The this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.